Welcome to our backyard. This is the Backyard Philosophy Podcast. We are two friends having a discussion after everyone else has passed out or gone to bed. Grab a drink and listen as we discuss everything from automation, space exploration, and why the meaning of life is 42. Two giants face off. The oldest versus the youngest. The Pacific Ocean versus the Atlantic Ocean. In today's battle, we're going to find out who is the best ocean. But before we get into that, Nick, how are you and what are you drinking? I am doing great. I got some Four Roses single barrel bourbon. I figured I'd go with some bourbon today, but surprisingly ran out of my favorite some at some point in the past and never restocked it. So going with something new. What about you? Well, I found it very fitting to go full cycle, and I found some Buffalo Trace to do this episode with. Pacific versus Atlantic. I figure we start off saying what side we're on. I was going to say, it's like, well, that, that one might, we might need to draw the line in the sand, no pun intended, before we started fighting. So Mike, why don't you tell me what side you're on and, and kind of what drew you to that side? I'm on the Atlantic Ocean side. It is, as we go through this podcast, fascinating, utterly fascinating. The history amongst it is huge. You know me, I'm a big history buff, but also it has a personal sentimental level to me. I was lucky enough to go a couple times as a kid to the Atlantic Ocean, whether it be Florida or Myrtle Beach in South Carolina, and get to see those beautiful sunsets, to surf those waves, to relax in the beach to swim so is it true that myrtle beach is the classiest beach in the atlantic when you're poor yes <laughs> i'll give you a hint nick i'm not a rich man so well the yes. fact that you said myrtle beach as opposed to anywhere else you, you didn't <laughs> actually have to tell us that fact mike we we knew <laughs> <laughs> all right smart guy before we get into it why are you on the pacific ocean side uh well first most obvious size matters mike and it's fucking big. <laughs> is it because this is the first time size is in your favor? Yeah, first time size is in my favor. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to play that card. I I've probably spent more time in the Atlantic Ocean, but the Pacific is, it's like the Wild West. It's untamed. It's huge. Uh, I currently live on the Pacific Coast. I fish in the Pacific. It's, uh, I've seen it calm. I've seen it you know, 25, 30 foot waves. It's crazy. Just the, how much one area can change. And it's just, uh, it's awe inspiring. Just if you ever seen a 30 foot wave hit the shore and then just splash all over everything, it's, uh, it's also terrifying, but, and, and that's, I think that's why I like the Pacific more. I feel like it's more that wild untouched ocean than the Atlantic, but that's, and like I said, I fish in the Pacific all the time. Definitely done my fair share of fishing in the Atlantic as well. I give my first. I'll give you a. I'll give you this, Mike. That kind of Florida Caribbean area. Excellent fishing. I love it. It's 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 great. But it doesn't. It has that settled feeling that the Pacific just doesn't. Well, I think no one really wanted to settle the Pacific because I mean, look how the Pacific got its name after. Magellan? I mean, what what is Pacific again? 
mean? Oh yeah, it means the calmness of water, which it is not. not. It's kind of it's kind of hard to be a badass ocean when you are literally called the calmness of the water. Well, Greenland's better than Iceland, right? True, true. Well, I mean, that's another thing that we just happen to have bigger island than you. It, I mean, the Atlantic has the biggest island in the world. And, what, oh, well, yeah, Pacific is second biggest island? Oh, yeah, that's right. Okay, are we going to talk right. about number of islands? Because you're fucked there. No, I'm talking about size. I thought size matters, Nick. Well, size does Didn't... matter. But Oh, wait, 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 wait. You it have doesn't... continents. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm not talking about continents. I'm talking about island size. Island size, Atlantic has the bigger ones. I mean. You have more, but they're itty bitty. They're little bitty islands. We'll tell that to the Marines that fought for all of them. <laughs> I will not. But I, you you tell all the British and Army and Navy that fought for them against the Germans. So we're going to talk about how the Atlantic was such a shit show because it's so small. The U-boats just fucked everyone up. Oh, I thought we were going to talk about how the Atlantic Ocean got its name in 6th century BC, meaning the Sea of Atlas. Like, we actually weren't named after... Oh, yeah, Magellan was a Portuguese explorer hired by Spain. So you're a misfit named Ocean. You don't even have any... Uh, that's just disappointing. Again, because we're so fucking wild. Eh, not really. When was the Atlantic Ocean discovered by Europeans? Fucking immediately? Okay, when was the Pacific Ocean discovered by island Pacificers? Immediately? Yeah, it was discovered by the Europeans in 1513. A little bit longer than immediately. Okay, when were the Polynesians discovered the Atlantic Ocean? I guarantee you it's after 1513. Well, I'd say, so the first, so the people who crossed the Bering Strait land bridge between 30,000 and 160,000 years ago probably settled, so let's say, give them 10,000 years to get to the other side, earliest, uh, 170,000 to 20,000 years ago. I feel like your math is very wrong. Okay, so if the but if the be, Bering Strait, the so the people who walked over the bridge, land bridge, yes, who who have balls of steel, those people, and that was from our apparently best estimates between thirty thousand and one hundred sixty thousand years ago. So it probably took them another ten thousand years. I mean, how long do you think it took them to get from? But those are. Eurasians. Those aren't Polynesians. So how long did it take Polynesians to get from the Pacific to the Atlantic? To discover the Atlantic, yeah. And I'm I'm thinking the Europeans might have illegally brought them places. Well, that too. But I, th- I believe there was a Polynesian raft that they found somewhere in South America. I thought it was supposed... I thought supposedly landed in California. Oh, was it California? Uh, but I, I thought... Well, the they closest took, like, the... point from them would be I thought like Columbia or something. Either I thought, way, I thought a long I thought the ago. hypothesis or theory that they took like a one of those uh, currents. And the currents was near the Arctic, but the Atlantic Ocean is the youngest ocean. Yes, the new and improved model. Pacific is perhaps one of the oldest oceans in the world. Uh, for the Atlantic, it started around the Jurassic period. Nick, I mean, fucking dinosaurs, fucking baller. About 180 million years ago. That's uh, quite a bit younger. The Pacific, born 750 million years ago. It's had some time to mature, you know, like a nice whiskey. 
Or age and rot like a grape on a vine lasted too long. Well, that just seems uncalled for. I mean, the evidence is not in your favor. I mean, more countries border the Atlantic Ocean than the Pacific. Well, okay, so here for the first kind of canoe voyages started in the Pacific 3000 BC. So from 3000 BC, how how long do you think they made it to North or South America starting from Taiwan? Uh, I, I'm going to guess it's going to be another 2000 years before they even get to the Americas. So, and then okay, so how there's long your, to get across the Americas? I mean, yeah, I have no idea. I mean, you're lucky the Atlantic Ocean decided to show up because about 59 million years ago, the Atlantic became part of the global thermal line circulation. The connection that connected the oceans together, the final piece of the puzzle, the crew de croix. You couldn't, I mean, you always save the best for last. And well, look at the Atlantic. Pacific first, you know, you know, Pacific's like grunts. You kind of send them through first just to get everything done. And then you send in the best of the best, the Delta Force, the smaller groups, the more refined groups that take more training, more time to make sure with those high end missions. Yeah. Your big army, Nick, your big army. Well, I'm glad you mentioned size, Mike. Let's talk about size. Okay. So the Pacific Ocean it's roughly 63.8 million square miles. Uh, that's a big number. So it's like a third of the Earth's surface, right? About. If you were to take every continent and put it in the Pacific, you would still have water. It wouldn't fill it up. Has an average depth of 1,300 feet. Covers more than 30% of the Earth's surface. 25,000 islands. 171 million cubic miles of water. Or... 50.1% of the Earth's water. See, I'm less impressed by your numbers because the Atlantic Ocean is one a little over one-fifth the Earth's surface water, which is 20%. You're at 30%. Your average depth I was only a few thousand feet more. The average depth of the Atlantic is close to 12,000 feet. Your, your big numbers, I mean, don't really hold up too well. They're they're only off by a few margins, and well, later on in the podcast, those margins are disappearing. So, did you know if we if you were to bore into the straight into the Earth in the Pacific, you could also you would bore straight out back into the Pacific because it's that big, depending on where you bored into, <laughs> or you just have a really bad miner. Well, either or. <laughs> you really. You're really caught up on size. Wow. I didn't I did not realize quantity was more important to you than quality, Nick. Well, explain to me the quality of the Atlantic. Okay. Cuz cuz to me, I'll let you go after this. To me, the Pacific is like a huge national forest that is national forest. There's roads into it, but how many people have gone deep into it? The Atlantic is more like your local county forest where there's a like roads, parking lots, paved roads. You can drive through the whole thing, walk through most of it. You can see everything. See, in my mind, the Pacific is, well, it is the largest desert, technically. Well, that is true. Most life is only found on near landmass. And there's, I mean, there ain't that much in the middle of it. I mean, from what we've seen so far. 
and it's uh it's more like a barren desert more than a rich forest and yeah you have bigger waves which okay that doesn't really do anything i mean they're they might be impressive to watch but if we're going to talk about biggest i mean the Atlantic has the highest tides in the Bay of Fundy, located in Canada. I mean, and if you're going to talk about reefs, because I, I assume you will, your reefs aren't that much bigger than ours. The second biggest w- reef in the world is Cancun Reef. You know the what Atlantic they say is... about winning, right? If you ain't first, you're last. Well, luckily for us, this is planets and continent sizes, so it's a turtle race, not a rabbit race. Of course, you're quite a quick finisher, so you're probably used to thinking you come in first when the race isn't over yet. The Atlantic Ocean is saltier than the Pacific Ocean. So I don't mean to interrupt you, but that that was a good job. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I'll, I'll, I'll take my moments. I And to be civil, I think we can both agree our ones and twos might be different, but we both probably agree that the Atlantic and the Pacific are the greatest oceans of the five oceans. Oh, onesie twosies for sure. Okay, just make it, just start just being civil because I know uh, I mean we number can get th- we have to agree number three Arctic Ocean. Yeah, probably yeah yeah pr- probably Arctic then Indian and then the new uh, Southern Ocean. But speaking of islands, something I love you might not I I'll be honest I like how deadly the Atlantic Ocean is. Yes, the Pacific Ocean is deadly, but the Atlantic Ocean is more deadly even if you have equipment and you're safe. There's a place I now I want to visit. It's called Iceberg Alley. It's near Greenland. And somewhere between 400 to 800 icebergs pass through this every year. Does the Titanic ring a bell? Okay, so we're going to get into... Uh, I have a list of the 15 most famous shipwrecks, or some of them. So let's, let's walk through them real quick. Uh, number one, the fleet of Kublai Khan, Pacific. Spanish Armada, 130 ships disappeared, 1588, Atlantic. RMS Titanic, Atlantic. Empress of Ireland, 1914, Atlantic. Estonia, 1994, Atlantic. Andrea Atlantic. HMS Victory, Atlantic. MV Donna, Pacific. Carpathia, 1917, Atlantic. And the Lusitania, Atlantic. Definitely more famous shipwrecks in the Atlantic, for sure. Because you had more travel, because it was easier. I will give you that. Oh, and we have way more shipwrecks in total number, not just famous ones. And since you like bring up quantity, I mean, just how dangerous and mauling these these oceans can be is bringing down thousands of ships. Nick, you're I mean, the numbers don't add up for you. Your your big your biggest feature is you But how have many of those shipwrecks desert. were Germany? A lot of them. Not actually not really. I mean, off, off the coast of North, uh, North Carolina, not South Carolina this time, in a place called Graveyard of the Atlantic, just off North Carolina, more than 5,000 ships have been lost to that one area. And that's not even the biggest area that loses ships. I will give you, but okay, I will definitely give you more shipwrecks in the Atlantic, but I believe that's because of the increased commerce in the Atlantic versus the Pacific at the time of when we were in the losing ships age. We are still losing ship age, and uh, since the recording of Master, uh, th- some specific name, I don't know, this is Wikipedia, they have some special name for it. Ever since like the 20th century to now, we've recorded like uh, 
ship losses, Atlantic still wins. Both in the olden times and new times. It's just that devastating. And and speaking of olden times, what were they what were they transferring from Africa to the United States? Oh, probably slaves. Probably yeah. slaves. Okay, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Uh, oh, uh, where where are you getting modern products from? What what they're made by who? Uh, that'd be China. Ah, okay, okay. And that comes across which ocean? Also from slaves, but no one dies at sea. Well, some <laughs> okay. people die at sea. But <laughs> okay. Less, <laughs> but less than the Atlantic slave trade. Oh, that's right. You had a slave trade named after you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, uh, we unfortunately did a dark spot in history. If you look at your history, it's less important. It's less vital to humanity how we got here. Well, now let's... Let's take a minute to argue that. So I want to talk about the history of the Pacific and what it means to modern countries. After everyone fought over the scraps of the Atlantic, after the United States became a country, everyone very quickly realized there was a lot of islands, like I said, 25,000 islands in the Pacific that were ripe for the taking. Those islands, these small islands that probably meant nothing to no one, Yes, it can be called colonialism, but those islands are what made America the country it is today. These islands, these small islands that the U.S. came and fought the Spanish, the English, the French for, it's what Portuguese, put, Portuguese it, name a European power, they wanted these islands as well. Yes, the War of 1812 and the American Revolution marked America as somewhat of a country to deal with, but the American exceptionalism and expansion of the in the pacific is when it really became a country to actually reckon with because these other countries these old world countries had to deal with us being there and being really good at what we do mainly fighting these islands that america and everyone fought for really put america on the map as a country that fights you want to take something from us, you're going to have to pay for it. Are you talking about the islands that we initially bombed and got radioactive so you can't use no, them? No, I'm talking or, way before you, that. Way okay, before so you're, that. Talk, you're talking about the are you talking about the islands where now that they're that we got and owned but not maintained and now they're completely covered in trash because it keeps washing up on their shores and Pacific Ocean's just a trash bin? Well, probably. I mean, so here's the thing. America sent people out to these islands to conquer them because we didn't want anyone else to have them. We gained our reputation as a country because, and this is the thing we learned in the War of 1812 and after, is that people really didn't respect the United, respect the United States until a while later. And it was only after this fighting in the Pacific that we were able to gain footholds and, and continue to almost Cold War fight these other countries that really put the United States on the map. And that's what I think the Pacific, the the history of the Pacific Islands is a long, long history. I mean, like I said, people have been from Taiwan, the first canoe to the islands 30,000 years ago, 30,000 years BC, but it really helped establish America as a country through the colonialism that happened there. It established the fighting force in the United States. The Marine Corps got their, yes, they got their start in 1775 in a bar, but they really proved themselves fighting on these islands. So you're, what you're saying, everything what the Marines did before then didn't matter until they started taking those islands? No, I'm saying this really put them on the fucking map. 
Oh, so you are saying that then, like that whatever they, everything they did was not of note. It was only until this that the Marines actually. Made well, I mean, I'd say the first of note would be fighting Montezuma for Thomas Jefferson, TJ, my man. But really, these small conflicts that led to the rise of the United States, I think, really set us on the path that we are on today, which is, unless you disagree with me, Mike, the greatest country in the world. For now, I agree. But I would all, I also love how you use the Atlantic slave trade and then you immediately go into colonialism and conquering islands as a counter-argument. Oh, There's a no, bit of ironic. No, well, okay, so here's the thing. Uh, slave trade is different from conquering a little bit. There's a little bit of a distinction there. <laughs> a little bit, just a little, but still not the greatest. No, it's, I mean, there's a, there's definitely a distinction. It is funny how you say it put America on the map. I mean, it's definitely important. I think all American history is important, but it didn't really put America that far on the map. It may have made us more recognizable, but didn't make us any stronger or more powerful. Because you know what makes power true, and we've talked about it in multiple podcasts. As long as the money's flowing, your power gains and everyone's happy. And there's nowhere else in the world, except for maybe the Suez Canal that's as important, as the North Atlantic Sea Route. It's the busiest in the world, Nick. A quarter of all the world's foreign trade goes through this route. You took islands as a show of force. But it didn't really get you anywhere. The Atlantic set up trade routes to start bringing goods, trade, money, ideas, knowledge back and forth between multiple continents. There's a bit of a lopsided argument if I say I, you got ports or you have goods. I'd rather have goods than ports because an empty port means there's no goods. So hypothetically, if we're able to, if we just... Do you think if we shut off the North Pacific and North Atlantic, which trade routes do you think would impact the U.S. more? Well, after COVID, I I used to think it was the Pacific because we got so much shit from China. But after COVID, I think it's the Atlantic more. The main reason is because 99%, 99% of all the network data, the internet, is transferred through the Atlantic. How the internet works when we did that episode, all those wires all across... Them fixing it, them bringing it back and forth, them setting up trade to make sure if a anchor hits a wire or such like that. That's 99% of the internet trade, internet knowledge transferred back and forth. A quarter of world's foreign trade. I, I have to go with the Atlantic being shut off, being much more, much more devastating, not just to the United States, but to the world. Okay, so I think there's a difference. You're talking about... You're talking about trade routes being cut off, but I feel like trade routes is different from, uh, what's it called? Underground wires being cut off. I feel like there's oh, a I difference still, there. I would still say the Atlantic. Again, quarter of the world's foreign trade goes through this route. When the entire world goes into economic collapse, America feels it too. And with the North Atlantic trade route, multiple countries, 25% of the world, is getting trade some way through that route. That's that's a big loss in the pocket. And I think COVID showed we don't have to be as dependent on southeast southeastern countries for our trade routes. I also agree that we should not be as dependent on southeastern trade routes. 
But I also think that, yes, the English Channel is the busiest trade route in the world. But second up, there's a Strait of Malacca. No idea if I'm pronouncing that right. Which is the route between the Pacific and Indian. And then the Panama Canal. Which is a bit of column A, column B. Yeah. So I feel like, well, I don't know. That's a good question. If we shut down the internet, would it be worth, would it, what would that, that, that would probably hurt us more than stopping receiving goods from China. But I also imagine if we stopped receiving goods from China, we'd just shut down too. So I don't know if I'm ready to give that to you. I definitely, I'll, I'll say it's 60, 40. I'll say I, you probably won that one. I'll agree that the internet is important, but I also don't think we can live without goods from China. Well, I'm not even talking about receiving goods. A lot of U.S. income is sending out domestic products, and we usually send them to Europe. They ha- they have money. We want their money. Well, you're you're not talking about trash because we send that over the Pacific. Oh yeah, that that Pacific is there. It's a it's a cesspool. So I mean, even your citizen level is so getting higher. This is a point I'll give you. Um, I had columns for my points under a. Uh, I had wonders of the Pacific. One of them is the garbage patch. <laughs> Which one? The eastern or western one? Uh, western. The one that has 224 million tons of plastic? That is the one, yeah. Oh, okay. Okay, interesting. Interesting. That's uh, that's not good, Nick. And here's where, again, trash and your size come disadvantage. You know where most space debris lands because it's so big and it's a trash pool and the cesspool and no one really cares if more trash lands there the pacific because it's so fucking big do i need to say that again yeah it it works against you what are the odds 30 percent of the world's surface area it's gonna fucking land there i don't know what to tell you yeah it's that's not a good thing a bigger target it's easier to hit a broadside of a barn than a refined nice you know slender ocean it's it's all right calm down elon musk (laughs) it's not a tesla but it is i mean i'll be honest with you nick looking up pictures of the plastic and the pacific ocean it's disgusting it's vile well you can't have the good without the bad i think the bad probably outweighs the good that much plastic you said talking about fish that's killing a lot of your fish well i mean let's put that in perspective i mean we're there's microplastics and everything True. I think true. the the freshest fish I can find is going out in the ocean and catching fish. So I'd rather eat that over a store bought fish any day of the week. Oh, true, true. Completely agree with you. But I do find it a bit ironic that there's more travel and sea routes in the Atlantic than the Pacific, but yet the Atlantic has less trash, even though it has more traffic. Well, it it's also has like, more developed countries. I don't know about that. We both have South America. You have parts of Asia and parts of Australia. Atlantic has parts of Africa. I think it's about even. But also the parts of Asia we have is where the United States ships their trash to be disposed of. Used to. We don't longer do that. Now it goes to Africa. so used to. It goes to Ghana now. Sticking on, because I'll be honest with you, I didn't really want to touch that much on plastic, because I'll be honest, that feels like a low blow, because that makes me sad. I don't want to see the Pacific covered in trash. That makes, 
Even though I want to win, I don't want to win that badly. Well, you, you know what they say about pollution. The solution to pollution is dilution, and the Pacific's got it. <laughs> <laughs> I want to switch a little bit since we're talking about fish. That way I don't have to hit any low blows with plastics. Sharks. You know which ocean has the most shark species? Oh, yeah. Again, Atlantic. is this a pro or con? Oh, it's a, it's a to me, a pro. One, I love sharks. Two, I like things that can kill me. So well, as someone dead. who kayak fishes, it may <laughs> seem like a con, but just that's just me. <laughs> well, to me, I'm looking at directly America. There's more attacks in the Atlantic than there are in the Pacific. And to me, that's kind of a pro. I mean, that's, that's kind of fucking cool. Well, that, I think, says more about the ineptitude of people who vacation in the Atlantic than anything else. Oh, that's right, because everyone fled the Pacific in California because they don't want to be. Well, because here's that the thing: anymore. it's fucking cold in the Pacific. Oh, so we have better beaches? Interesting, interesting. Well, because it's a smaller ocean, it gets a little bit warmer, but not as warm as the Pacific. Pacific's actually the warmest ocean. But yet, people don't really get to swim in it either because of the coldness, the waves, well, now, or the here, trash. Here's the, and I'll I'll give you this. I the reason why. Like I said, the Pacific is a third of the ocean, a third of the world. A lot of it lies along the equator, so it's warmer. The Pacific is, uh, at least from my thoughts, a colder ocean because it's so big. It's not like the Atlantic where you can swim into it higher, more north. The Pacific is not that way because, again, it's bigger, so it's colder. And again, I think that speaks to how wild the Pacific is. It's not, it's not some ocean you can just fuck around and find out with, like, you have to be on your game. You can't just fuck around in the Pacific. You can fuck around the Atlantic. I've fucked around the Atlantic. I fucked around the Pacific too. But Nick, tell that to all the families of all the sailors lost because there's more lives lost in the Atlantic than there are in the Pacific. And one, I don't think there's any ocean I will fuck around with. I mean, those are behemoths. Like I'm an ant, not even an ant to them. I'm a, I'm, I don't even know how to fathom to either both any ocean, my size to them. I am minuscule. They will chew me up and spit me out. But speaking of spitting out, do you know where whales get beached the most? You know, in fact, they beach themselves to get out of the disgusting ocean. Oh, yeah. That's the whales in the Pacific Ocean. Do they beach themselves the most or are they fucking killed the most because we have a lot more orca whales which are killer whales and they fucking kill whales so yeah because whales run inland to get away from the orcas uh this is happening in uh southeast asian philippines region so it's not orcas okay so i have no idea about that then but it is interesting even though the atlantic has more baleen whales we have a lot less beaching of whales it's almost like our whales like our water and they they prefer it. It's better for their wildlife, for their life, rather than trying to escape and get onto land. Well, you know how we get rid of beach whales in the Pacific? It's called fucking dynamite. Yep, I I know that story. It's a very interesting story. It's uh it's it's pretty fucking funny. But you know what's also friendly to wildlife? The Atlantic Ocean. Surprise, surprise, once again. It has the largest number of nesting sea turtles. They're all found in the Atlantic. Nick, do, why do you hate sea turtles? Uh, because they are immune. They because they can't handle straws, Mike. That's why. So, do you stick 
straws into turtles' noses? Well, I also believe sea turtles like a little bit warmer waters, which we don't have a ton of by me, so no So you're comment. not denying sticking in sticking straws into turtles' noses. Interesting, interesting. I guess that's just well, a Well, if they like cocaine, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> but hey, I know you like fish. What about the cocalioth fish? A fish scientists used to the think were... The ex- That thing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I Listen, I, I might... I might not be a smart man, and I'm not able to speak, but guy, golly, I'm going to try. This fish, the scientists thought were extinct until 1938, until they found it. You know where they found it? The Atlantic. Because people stopped fishing there because it was so overfished, everything was fucking dead. You say that, but there's the most fishing happens in the Atlantic compared to the Pacific, compared to all oceans. Most fishing well, happens okay, in the Atlantic. Well, okay, that's a number I couldn't confirm because I found numbers saying the pacific was the most fish and the atlantic so i i was going to go back and forth on that i've also found numbers that 60 percent of the world's fish were, came from the pacific no that is that is correct this is again me not wanting to be a low-blown cheat show because you've been you've been very kind to me and giving me points so i'll give you points more fish is caught in the pacific there are more fishermen and fisheries in the atlantic okay well that makes sense i mean there's like i said there's more developed areas along the atlantic than there is the pacific yeah yeah can't believe i I... just let let, i mean let's go down the united states the east coast of the u.s new york um massachusetts pennsylvania delaware north carolina i was trying to think of like bigger big ports oh miami miami i mean north carolina a little bit i mean the the shrimp boats that come out of that fish in florida from louisiana uh, all up and down the coast but there's not as many centers for population in the west coast of the u.s at uh, just the west coast of the u.s i mean you got la you got san fran and seattle those are not cities to be proud of compared to the to the east well, coast you also have new york so glass houses my friend <laughs> <laughs> but we also have new orleans that's like a Yay and nay. That's like right there. <laughs> like I, it's like a town you probably should be proud of, but it's also a town you don't tell your relatives about. It's a town you visit. <laughs> exactly. But I I do like this biodiversity thing. So let's talk about biodiversity. Oh, please continue. Oh, let me scroll down or scroll up. Okay, so let's talk about coral reefs. Seventy five percent of the world's coral reefs are found in the Pacific. It's called the Coral Triangle. 600 different species of coral reefs are found there. Again, 75% of the world's coral reef species, one ocean. In a 600, in in an area in the Pacific, just 75%. That's a pretty big number. Yeah, it is. And it's a shame that since the Pacific Ocean is so polluted, they're bleaching all the corals. So it doesn't doesn't even matter. Well, is that pollution or is that the earth getting warmer both well i mean that's going to happen in the atlantic too happening much slower which means the reefs will last longer and have a higher chance of uh, adapting to it well it'd be a shame to lose 75 percent of the world's coral biodiversity it would all be in the pacific if only there hasn't been mass extinctions before and somehow life finds a way Okay, motherfucker, that's been my my argument for a long time. <laughs> I, I love, dude, I, I'll be honest with you, Nick. You can give me any argument, and I, I can 
be able to argue it. So it's 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 fun pulling the strings. It's just oh, it's so fun. So and and this is what I find I like, and this this is how I feel about forests. Right? There's why the fuck are you bringing trees okay, into this? It's gonna make sense. So there's like people talk about old growth, and it's definitely important to keep old growth alive because how often do you see that? But I will give you this, Mike. There are some species of coral in the Atlantic that are really cool, specifically black coral. Black coral grows about a rate of, I think it's like a tenth of an inch a year. It's most often found in around the Caribbean area, uh, and a lot of people pirate it because it looks really good in jewelry, but it is, to me, probably the coolest species of coral found in the Atlantic, uh, And it, but it, its biggest threat is piracy more than anything else and so and here's the thing about trees so it's like yes we need to protect all this but what if we just protect like the most important stuff instead of focusing on all this other stuff i mean yes you want to protect everything but there is an argument for protecting the stuff that is the my most diverse the most the slowest growing the the stuff that needs the most help and to me that is the black coral in the atlantic well i agree with you that we need to prioritize. We don't have the budget or resources to not prioritize. We can't, unfortunately, we can't save everything. So I agree with you there that many things, I think, I think we both agree the ocean just in general, whether it be Indian, any of the five oceans, absolutely gorgeous, stunning, and have very unique properties and should try our best as humanity to save them. So speaking of saving things, let's talk about the opposite of that. We talked a lot about water. Let's talk about fire, Mike. Okay. Volcanoes. 75% of the Earth's volcanoes in the Pacific. It's called the Ring of Fire. Fucking wild. I just love how your argument is a large, hot, deep hole. Yeah. Because what's... Okay, so here's my... This is my thinking. If I'm going to go out in my kayak, right, and fish an ocean... I want to fish the wild, most untamed place people can't go to. I want to be in the water. I want to be at the mercy of nature. And that is the Pacific to me. See, now I'm confused. Because earlier you said with my sharks being more lethality, that that was a negative for you. Well, that's for normal people. <laughs> I am not normal people. Okay, okay. I, bo- I think we both agree that we like the, the danger aspect is the fun aspect. No, I'm not. I'm not. I won't the volcanoes are cool it's what gave us hawaii or as the locals call it hawaii which i <laughs> i hate to say but <laughs> all right butter the hawaiians down. i know they would be upset if i didn't pronounce it or at least try to pronounce it correct but nick I'm, i'll be honest you're using large deep hole well here here's my argument mike you got two places right one calm tranquil you got one fucking dangerous where'd you rather go oh the more dangerous one the atlantic that takes more lives yearly that's because it has more people in it you have the east coast is fucking populated and that's what's great about the west coast of the u.s what is the opposite of populated that's what the west coast is our huge town our big town on the coast it's 33,000 people. What is... I feel like we could fit the entire 
west coast of the u.s into new york city no dude los angeles alone i think is bigger than new york city okay well you i don't really know how many people live in new york but I've i think there, it's like it's a, i think big. it's only like i think it's like 11 million people okay well i've never been to la but i la ally the tacos and ally are right so but la north it's not that populated you got san francisco but then north of that you have seattle so we're going we're going to go west coast so san fran's probably what north carolina when you go across across the country do you have a lot of big towns north of north of whatever charleston north carolina you just have more population there Right? It's like the same argument of what's more dangerous, cows or sharks. You have more people who interact with cows on a daily basis than sharks. So cows are more dangerous. No, I I, I would still Which leads mess me with a shark than a into, cow. If cows are more dangerous than sharks, is the Atlantic really that dangerous? Well, tell you what. How about you go shark swimming? Because I want to do that. We can go off the coast of... Uh, I've been something. shark swimming. You have? Oh, I'm jealous. Oh, you probably were in a cage, though. No, well, it, they're just sharks that don't hurt people. Oh, or like, like they they, or they have like food there, so it's like they eat the food and stuff. So, oh, oh, they okay. don't eat the people. I have a very different different uh, image in my mind. I want to go in a night swim, chum the area, go swing to the bottom, and be surrounded by sharks. Okay, so that's called a death wish. <laughs> uh, it's a little it's, bit different. It's not. <laughs> Listen. Uh, that's not how I want to go, but I think it'd be really fun to just fucking try. <laughs> just fucking send it, bud. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, especially, and, uh, I probably can't do it in the, the ocean that's named the most peaceful ocean. Definitely couldn't do it in there. Okay, well, just because the fucking Spanish got it wrong is gonna be the whole argument. I'm not here for it, because oh. other things the Spanish got wrong. The Inquisition. Harboring, harboring Nazis. <laughs> Siding with the Nazis during World War II. The Spanish Inquisition. Nobody expects you want me to keep going. (laughs) Well, the thing is, you say the Spanish got it wrong, but you even got it wrong. It wasn't the Spanish who named it. It was the Portuguese. But they were sailing on behalf of the Spanish. Correct. But where does the word come from? Who was the captain who named it? It comes from Portugal. But under the Portuguese flag, and we know how that works... Many people sailed under other countries' flags. I mean, uh, what's his name? Columbus wasn't sailing under the... He was sailing under the Spanish flag? He was English, Yes, right? I think... No, he was Italian, right? He was Italian, but he was sailing but under another Spanish. country's flag. I think it was Spanish. But that's how col- col- colonization, colonization works. works. Yeah. Whatever flag the boat flies under, that's who gets assigned the blame. We know that. <laughs> Just change your coat and you're good to go. And that's how pirates work, too. Oh, I am your friend. Oh, no, not anymore. And that's something I will give you. Piracy, way better than the Atlantic. <laughs> in, in certain terms, I don't know about all the terms. I mean, you have more of a history of piracy. True, true. And it's a super cool history. I mean, if if we're debating, yes, I I do wish the Pacific had a little bit more history of piracy because... God, that's so cool. Like, I love I love how we could just, like, back then, you could be working for whatever country, and they're like, oh, I will also be, what's the, uh, so at that time, politically correct term for pirate? 
private uh, privateer privateer for whatever country you wanted to be and just take whatever goods you wanted from another country like that is that's pretty cool nick i'm not even gonna have to argue for the atlantic you're making the argument for me are you sure you're a pacific fan oh we're not we're not done yet my friend well i do want to make a counter argument to your uh, ring of fire okay the atlantic is home of the sargos sea sargasso sea sargasso God damn it, sea Mike. <laughs> It wouldn't, it wouldn't be a true episode if you didn't mispronounce things, so I, sh- I shouldn't be getting ahead of myself. <laughs> Which is located in the middle-ish of the North Atlantic, and it's the only sea in the world to be a sea without a coast. To be that massive, that big, to be that different and unique, to be a jewel on this blue dot floating through space, happens to be right in the Atlantic. I mean... Is it really part of the Atlantic? It's like smack dab in the Atlantic. It's pretty middle-ish of North Atlantic, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. So I was thinking of something else. Oh, are you thinking about our many trips? Like we have the Bermuda Triangle, which is one of the histories. And Are we going to talk about wonders of each ocean? Because here we get fucking go. Oh, yeah. We can gladly talk about that. Why don't you take it away? Well, I'll start off with the Pacific, with the Great Barrier Reef. 1,429 miles of reef. Um, We also have, like I said, the Coral Triangle, where 600 species, 75% of the world's coral species, which also spawning grounds for tuna, which is a pretty important crop for both oceans. The Mariana Trench, the deepest point in the earth, 1,500 by 43 miles wide, 7 miles deep. We also have Easter Island. And again, like I mentioned previously, the Great Pacific Garbage Patch. You're welcome. Uh, The largest wave ever recorded at 1,720 feet in Litu... um, I mispronounced this. This is a mic moment. Lituayu Bay, Alaska. And home to several nuclear weapons, which have not been found. Uh, Your move, Mike. The Great Barrier Reef. Well, Atlantic has their own as well 700 miles long along the east coast of mexico brazil guatemala and honduras wow 700 miles that seems a little bit less than 1429 miles but continue isn't that didn't you say square miles no that's just how long it is not square oh, miles just okay. how long it is gotcha you're comparing again size and length gotcha gotcha wow well you know length's pretty important yeah mm, it's the first time in your life now, uh, it is also it true. is it is very interesting. You say Eastern Islands. You mean the island of a group of people who failed to manage resources and ended up dying, and was a pretty much failed society. You talking uh, about that yes, island, which is also a wonder of the world. It's a wonder why? Uh, because they built some cool stone people, and it's impossible to get there. Oh, so all the other structures that are. Now, some underneath the water, some across. I mean, depending on how you define Atlantic, and I, I didn't really want to go here, but the well, Mediterranean. Well, well, let's fucking go there. Well, I don't think the Mediterranean Sea counts as Atlantic. It falls underneath the Atlantic Ocean. Oh, okay. So, yes, we yes we sailed the coastline to, conduce, to conduct trade. Like, that's fucking cool. Oh, I'm sorry. Grow some balls. The, can you Europe. not see... The pyramids of Giza from the Mediterranean Sea. Oh yeah, you can. 
Can you and, not see almost, you're almost guaranteed a spot of the Pacific Ocean from space. So let's, I mean, if we're talking about what you can see. Oh, we can also see the uh, Atlantic Ridge from space. I mean, it's not very that hard to see giant oceans and structures from space. I mean, being noticeable is not very hard for any ocean, to be honest with you. I, w- I just want to go back to the largest wave. I don't know if you talk about it enough. 1,720 feet. That's fucking insane. No, that is that is impressive. It's uh, very interesting. Too bad it's a one-off, and again, not like the highest tides every year. Well, if you day. have a small ocean, it's easy to you know go up and down. Wouldn't it be the small ocean also be easier to form bigger waves because it's less? Well, it doesn't have time to build up. I think you're right, but I'm I don't I don't know. Uh, but. I love how you're glancing over that it's home to several nuclear weapons, and you just like didn't even. Oh, I haven't gotten there yet. Okay, I haven't gotten there yet. I'll be honest, Nick. Countries lose nuclear weapons all the time. We've done entire. But how epi- many lose them? Well, also a lot. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's why I just said it. countries lose nuclear weapons all the time. We've done an episode where there's a nuclear bomb somewhere in India. They just lose. People lose nuclear weapons. It's not. I mean, are you surprised of the government's bureaucracy and ineptitude to maintain holding on nuclear weapons? Well, that's unfair. I'm never surprised at any government's ineptitude. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's lost nuclear weapons. There's, to be honest, as we get more into the 21st century, it almost seems like a dime a dozen, especially about the 20th century of how much we didn't care of just dropping hydrogen bombs on the Pacific Ocean because it doesn't really matter. On nuclear bombs because in the Pacific Ocean it didn't really matter. You want to save the purity of the Atlantic Ocean because it's just so beautiful. You just don't want to ruin it. The reason everyone tested bombs in the Pacific is that it was so fucking big. Obviously, bad idea. We know that now. We learned things. But there was room to do it. And it was probably at the time a great idea. Now, I don't exactly know where the right spot to test nuclear weapons is. So if you have a better idea, I'd love to hear it. But again, not. I definitely recognize the impact that was made on the... I mean, we lost all the knowledge of Pacific Islander navigation because of that. Not good. But again, I don't really know where we're supposed to test nuclear weapons. Mars. Okay, that's actually a lot more expensive than... <laughs> Than the Pacific Ocean, so take that up with the accountants. Well, we did test them also on the nuclear, also on the West, the Pacific Ocean, but we called it a different thing. Yes. It, to me, honestly, it seems like uh, the Pacific Ocean is just like the Midwest, the United States. Wide, open, vast, a lot of corn, more corn. Ah, a couple. Sir, this is uncalled couple, for. A couple of site seats, and, uh, you know, oh, there's uh, the world's. Uh, biggest violin that that really but you also have you also have some of the greatest prairies in the world you have bison you have some of the most untouched wetlands i mean the the midwest in itself yes is corn but it also has some of the most rich biodiversity of the world is that what you're arguing because i would agree with that i would not say that it's the most rich or one of the richest biodiversities in the world uh, I well, I mean, you the Great Lakes, just the the fish. I mean, you have steelhead. You have all the different birds that 
stop there on their migration. I mean, it's a, it's a pretty, I mean, American bison, Mike. Yeah. American bison. A, a few good does not comprehend for the entire whole. Like you got killer whales. That's pretty cool. That's the bison of the Midwest. That's, I mean, you start running out real fast. And Nick, we also have more than seventy percent of the world's fish come from the Pacific. Yeah, it, it. We have the most marine life. Quality, not quantity. Sorry, quantity, not quality. So let's talk about species that are only in the Pacific. The dugong, which is a mammal, which is descendant or branch off of the same species of the elephant, which is a marine species. How fucking cool is that? Is that the one that kind of looks it's like a mantis? Yeah, it looks like a manatee, but it's more closely related to elephants than anything else. And it lives in the ocean. I mean, how fucking cool is that? Whale sharks? Sea lions. Do you have those in the Pacific just by any chance? No, but we do have bull sharks, which is a shark that can go from salt water to fresh water and actually can invade the United States by swimming up the Mississippi. Speaking of the Midwest. I mean, you got to take out the Midwesterners somehow. I can say that because I am a Midwesterner. I mean, most marine life is in the Pacific Ocean. Yeah, no, I'm not, I'm not disagreeing. Just, again, quantity versus quality. So what's this quality species? What is this species that's, there's few, but it's so fucking cool that we need to, we need to protect it. What, what is this species that you're talking about the quality of in the Atlantic? Whales. Well, we have whales in the Pacific. This is fucking more, stupid. More whales travel between the Arctic to the Atlantic. Anywhere else, the Arctic. Hmm, that's that almost seems like it's not the Atlantic. Did you not hear my entire sentence at all? Travel from the Arctic to the Atlantic. Yeah. I mean, most whales breed in warm water and then travel up into the Arctic for sure. Uh, right now, it's whale season on the Pacific coast and where everyone can go see whales. How many whales? I've seen a bunch of whales. Okay, not a bunch. I've seen of sightings, I've seen three whales. On the Pacific, I've seen two gray and a pod of killer whales. I mean, isn't the number one spot in the world to see whales on the Atlantic Ocean near, in Canada? Isn't that seems like a dish? Isn't it near like you have to go to it? Canada to see whales? Mm, pass. I mean, weren't you just arguing earlier that Canada is just pretty much part of the United States? Well, I mean, basically. But I'm going to show my passport to see whales in Oregon. Ah, so switching, switching the argument to see how it is to suit you. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. Yeah, that's what we're doing here, Mike. <laughs> it's called a debate. <laughs> Ch- changing up what you believe in. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. I, I mean, see the most icebergs, the icebergs that just destroy everyone. See the most whales. I'll be honest, Nick. If I had to choose between a sea lion or a whale, I'm choosing a whale. Now, you might like all that blubber. I might like to see noise. all those whales. How many whales have you seen on the Atlantic? One, two, but I don't get to travel that much to the coast, so I'm. I would say that's pretty high percentage from a person who doesn't get. To how travel. do you not know how many whales you've seen? That's like a life changing, not a life changing, but it's a pretty fucking big deal. Well, one was a very sketchy helicopter ride, and I wasn't sure if it was a whale or not. Oh, Mister Poor East Coast on a helicopter ride! Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Yeah, no, I mean, it was sketchy as helicopter ride. That's a fun fact. That's every helicopter ride. <laughs> I don't know how many helicopters you've been in, but there's never been a helicopter I've been in that it's not sketchy. Did yours have doors? Uh, Mine had doors. Mine did not. Yes. 
Well, you better see the whales. <laughs> That's why I was like, the, my pilot did not speak English, the same language he was in. And he uh, almost got a shot by uh, Air Force because we were flying in restricted zones. So that's that's why I say pretty sketchy. Wow. Way to, way to brag about going to Myrtle Beach, am I right? <laughs> Luckily, it wasn't in Myrtle Beach. But no, I, I, I think all life is... So here here's the thing. I wanted to, to pull the whale card on you. I really did. Whale population is about equal between the two oceans, at least on the U.S. coast and both U.S. coasts. So that's why I didn't. So I I didn't want to didn't want to give that to you, but I mean they're about equal. It you can you know if you go by species by species, some are more, some are less each coast, but they're it's not. I I couldn't find anything that said for sure whether each ocean had more or less whales, unless you saw something. Well, oh, I saw like saw about even, but more be able to see more was in. Atlantic and the having less beach whales was the Atlantic. Well, because it because they each have about equal gray whales. Which if you're looking from shore, that's pretty much all you're going to see is gray whales. Gray whales are the whales that are about one to three miles from shore, or you know zero to three, I guess technically. But Nick, you're also I'm backtracking a little bit to talk about biodiversity. You know what the Atlantic also helps support, which is the most populated areas with diverse species help support the jungles help support both the congo uh, on all of west coast africa and all of east coast south america the rainforest oh so we are talking about pirates (laughs) (laughs) those travel sand travels across the atlantic from sahara along with minerals being passed into the amazon river and the rivers in and out of those ecosystems because all most rivers slope into the Atlantic because, well, all water wants to be part of the Atlantic in one way or the other. We, the Atlantic doesn't just support life in the ocean. It supports life outside the ocean without needing humans to go fish kill to bring it onto land and naturally supports it. Well, I mean, that's the same argument for the West Coast, right? I mean, the ocean fog that supports things like the redwoods or the coastal species up from all the way down that coastal fog i mean that's kind of a ridiculous argument are you really comparing the redwoods to the rainforest uh they're both rainforests no, the amazon rainforest again both rainforests they just have to get above 64 inches of rain a year so in your eyes they are equal um that's a loaded question each area has its own important biological necessity but nick we're arguing of course it's going to be a loaded question well i know i'm just saying like are you are you saying we should get rid of the redwoods over the rainforest i mean that that's like a what's your answer to that i would say the red the redwoods has less biodiversity compared to the rainforest with unique species and one-off species i mean that's probably true but the i don't see why it also doesn't touch the pacific which it does well it's kind of going the same argument of your biodiversity for the reefs in the pacific of saying we have all these and the atlantic so your 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 biggest your argument is that well the land it touches is important no i'm making a comparison of the nutrients given to the atlantic ocean to that and also to show and mitigate on your argument of saying that 
quantity. Well, is most nutrients flow down river, so the nutrients made in the forest flow out to the ocean. Yeah, no, that's what not I not the other that's way. That's why I said most rivers flow into the Atlantic Ocean. Most water won't be in the Atlantic Ocean. Have you not been listening to what mm. I've been saying? No, but that's a ridiculous argument. It's like, well, downstream of this cool thing is the Atlantic Ocean. No, 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 no. You know, did you miss the entire part about like the Sahara, the Atlantic being able to bring the Sahara sand across the ocean to neutralize to neutralize <laughs> neutralize would be bad that's what you did in the pacific with nukes uh but to neutral <laughs> to give nutrients to the rainforest i it's, it's kind of that like and i'm just then making the point of biodiversity of how much little creatures there are and how diverse it is is the same argument you're using of the coral reef compared in the pacific to the atlantic no, that's that's a little bit different in that the coral reefs actually reside in the pacific whereas the rainforest does not reside in the atlantic it's called i'm making an example you're not getting the example no i'm 100 percent getting it you're saying because of the actions that take place on the landmass of africa they go across the atlantic into the rainforest which then helped the rainforest because the Atlantic is in between, it is important. It is the carrier, yes. But then also going on further with the Redwoods argument, Redwoods versus Amazon Rainforest. I, th- I, I don't think you're getting what I'm trying to say. I probably might be wording it wrong, so let's just move on. Okay. Nick, how happy are you that America's not part of Europe anymore? I feel like you're helping me out here, Mike, but continue. Well, if it wasn't for the Atlantic, the continental drift wouldn't happen. And... North America, South America, would still be connected to Africa and Europe. Well, how happy are you not? Are we? How happy are you? We're not part of Asia anymore, Mike. Fifty-fifty. It would make a lot of things cheaper, but so you'd you'd rather live in China? I'd rather live in neither. But the Pacific Ocean didn't. The only thing that didn't create a landmass split. Well, seven hundred fifty million years ago, it did. No, it wasn't Pangaea. No, Pangaea was North America connected to Europe. South America connected to Africa. Asia curled around touching Indian and and Australia. Australia never touched North America. You do realize with Pangaea, the landmass would have to make a complete circle in order to touch one end to the other end. It can't be both. Sorry, I'm looking up stuff. What are you saying? You can't connect Pangaea. If you were going to have China touch United States, it would have to have a landmass that connected all the way across the entire earth which it didn't the continental drift didn't happen that way i mean we did touch asia technically technically what i mean it how mal morphed it was yeah i guess so but that was like the southern that was like south america barely okay, so your it. argument for the atlantic is we're no longer part of europe i mean that's a pretty good argument it is a pretty good argument i mean i mean we fought the British once, and that was a whole entire ocean between us. Would you imagine if they were right next door? To be like Wales and Scotland and Ireland all over again. Which kind of leads me to my banger, Nick. I don't know if you're ready for it. Yeah, let's let's go. You keep talking about size, how big mm-hmm. you are. I would call that fat or body dysmorphia, but that's just me. You do know... Seems a little unfair given today's climate, but continue. Oh, it's fine. I'm fatter than you in real life, so it works out. You do realize the Pacific Ocean is getting smaller, right? You do realize you're shrinking. Yeah, it's shrinking by about an inch a year, which is still way bigger than the Atlantic. Inch and a half to three inches a year. Not only that... That's a little bit bigger than numbers I saw, but you know what, Mike? If you're going to get hung up on 
two to three inches, that's on I you. I mean, you're the one making the size comparison all day. Might as well. But it also depends on which Titanic plates is shifting because it's multiple sh- Titanic plates. Uh, you, We are physically fighting the Atlantic and the Pacific, and the Pacific's losing. Both where the waters touch, uh, just south of South America, where they're trying not to mix, but the Atlantic... And like I said, they do not mix. I never said that, but they also do not mix because of the salinity. Atlantic Ocean's a salty bastard that's pushing. The saltiest, some would say. Yeah, damn straight. So I look at it in long-term scales. I mean, if you're saying an inch in geographic scales, that's a lot. Consistently, that's a lot. Especially for how young the Atlantic Ocean is compared to the Pacific. The young champ has arrived. So you're trying to make this into some like Rocky movie? Oh, it's not a Rocky movie. It's more like a uh, boot meets ant. And you're the ant? I'm the boot. No, you're smaller, so you are the ant. <laughs> Again, you are only caught up on size. You know there are other things inside, important besides size. I mean, you of all people. Right. I'm sure that's what that. your girlfriend tells you, Mike. I mean, I just said that, but yeah, okay. The Pacific is- Losing a fight? It's yeah. wild. No, this this is my main argument. The Pacific is wild is more recently discovered, more recently seen. It's Wait a minute. You made the argument in the unknown. beginning that it was discovered earlier than the Atlantic. Okay, but it's still like it's there's less population there. It it has a wild allure that the Atlantic doesn't have. When I see the Atlantic, when I fish the Atlantic, I have the sense of settled. I don't have that sense on the Pacific. And that's why I'm a Pacific till i die the atlantic is cool i love the atlantic the it's warm all right that's cool i live in i work in the woods i get wet every day i just want to be warm for once i get it but all the cool shit it lives in dangerous areas dangerous waters cold waters to me that's the pacific i mean you keep saying dangerous waters again that technically falls underneath the atlantic Okay, because you have more shark attacks? No, because we have more people die. Okay, because you have more idiots there. Mike, again... Oh, I'm sorry. Are Californians not idiots? You also have New Jersey, so don't act like this is a one-sided argument. I mean, New Jersey compared to California, Nick, that's... uh, I know which one I'm taking. In an objective argument, honestly... Okay, one-on-one, one standard Californian versus one New Jerseyan, who do you think smarter? And again, I honestly don't know who I'll say. I'm I think it's Californian might be smarter. I don't know that that it's like it's like a fifty-one forty-nine percent kind of thing. It's yes, it's a yeah exactly fifty point one to forty-nine point nine. It's it's onesie twosie, very close. But Nick, the Pacific Ocean isn't doesn't even have the most storms. That's the Southern Ocean. Pacific Ocean isn't the deadliest ocean. That's the Indian Ocean. It's comparison of the two you're the more tame one the pacific fits your name much better than you think because we have less people okay this is the same argument gun control people to say there's less crime in idaho in new york like there's less per capita crime like in new york than idaho but guess what there's more crime in new york like that's a ridiculous argument it's a great argument to have in your back pocket because it works really well because it's true (laughs) So is this is this our bangers, Mike? Because I have one one really good argument, unless you had something else. No, swing ahead. I just want to say that when push comes to shove, no pun intended, the Atlantic is winning. 
How about this, Mike? You talk a lot about American independence. Let's talk about England. Does the Pacific touch the country of England? Does it have any colonies that are English colonies? I mean, it depends on where you're in history. I mean, the East Indian Trading Company. Uh, right now. Right now? Yeah. Um, doesn't the British colonies have in Southeast Asia? Everything I looked at said that they're pretty much retired as of 1971. Okay. Then I believe... I would assume that they still had some colonies or at least some influential control some not quote unquote apparently england thought colonialism was a bad look on them <laughs> <laughs> true 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 i complete i i i i would imagine so because there was a bunch of decolonization in the 1960s so i can imagine that so my closing argument is there are no pacific waters that touch english rule okay there's no atlantic waters that touch China. There's always another, no, always another, and always <laughs> a bigger fish. Cause <laughs> I, yeah, yeah. I'm talking about our our enemy from the past, <laughs> the Russians. No, before that, the Germans. No, before that, the Germans. The Russians again. <laughs> no, before that. <laughs> but Mike, okay, so I totally forgot one of my main arguments. If we, if you're cool to go back, no, to swing away, this. swing away. Okay, so let's talk about the oceans in popular culture. Okay. I'm going to name some films and books from the Pacific. Finding Nemo, 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea, Godzilla, Lord of the Flies. Not sure if that's a pro or con. We'll keep going. <laughs> SpongeBob, Moby Dick, Robinson Crusoe, Charles Darwin, Origin of Species. Now for the Atlantic, Aquaman. Atlantis, good movie. The new Godzilla movies, also good. Jaws, like you said, Deadliest Sharks. Hunt for Red October, good movie. Perfect Storm. Bismarck. Never seen it. It's, um, yeah, well. The Greyhound, also hunting Germans. A lot of hunting Germans. A lot of hunting Germans in the Atlantic. <laughs> Which I'm kind of a pro for. Yeah, but it's because they fucking decimated the Atlantic. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I mean, the one point I didn't want to mention out because it's so fun and cool is the Caribbean. Yeah, pirates and stuff like that. I mean, that seems like a pro to me. But no, it's a pro. I just didn't really want to kind of ease it in. It's kind of a weird argument. But it's just like, it's just so nice to have islands so close to the United States that we can go to in warm waters to see the reefs, to be part of the yes, ocean. Much like the british virgin islands which might i remind you remain under english rule it's in the best real estate kings and queens are, are, are no basis for a system of government mike tell that to our Should current government elected for the people by the people tell that to our government well i didn't vote for <laughs> yeah no uh it's i don't know they're just they're both so beautiful but i just th i mean i'm surprised you did not side the atlantic simply because of atlantis I know, much like me, you Here's, love Atlantis. No, I do love Atlantis. Here's another thing. Uh, famous things that were lost in each ocean. So for Atlantic, we have a, uh, the lost city of Atlantis. Um, but Pacific, we have, oh, what's her name? The flying chick. Oh, Amelia Earhart. Amelia Earhart. And I also forgot to mention for entertainment for Pacific, uh, Mikhail's Navy. 
So just shouting that out. Yeah, and then what? Classic. HBO's Pacific, the World War Two. Sh- well, yeah, but that that's that's another one. That's it's good, but it's also very sad. Also, yeah, much like the Pacific. But going with myths too. I mean, I'm a I'm a sucker for myths and history, Nick. The Lost City of Pew, P U or P E, I can't quite remember. Which is like South America's Atlantis. They had their own Atlantis. So many cultures drive their myths, mainstream myths, from the Atlantic Ocean. I mean, the reason why there's a globe is called Atlas, because he holds the world on his back. And Atlantic does mean the Sea of Atlas. I think you got to give some merit to the Titan holding up the Earth to have an ocean named after him. Got to be very important. You pagan. (laughs) (laughs) I think we just have to agree to disagree on this one. I think so. I was really hoping to sway you to the Atlantic with my it's wilder than the well, it's wilder than the Atlantic argument into the Pacific, but it doesn't seem like that's the way. To me every ocean's We'll have so to come wild. out and do some kayak fishing and then then you'll see. I mean you sold you had me at fishing. She's a she's a salty bitch. <laughs> but not as salty as the Atlantic. She's flipped many people. It's not a she's she's not someone you can relax around. Maybe that's where I'll go fight sharks at night. Maybe that'll be what sways me in the Pacific. <laughs> One last stand. We got great whites. I want a fair fight. <laughs> I won't. That's not a fair fight. Oh, um, I think we have some like reef sharks. And I think shit. I, I think got fine. tiger sharks too, right? Or is that only Atlantic? You're gonna fight the <laughs> the weakest shark. Tiger sharks? Wait, those are just not the ones I krill. No. Tiger sharks are the number one human killers, I think, besides black tips. Bull sharks What's have the, the no, biggest one bite. Great whites are the biggest. I think tiger sharks are the one of the biggest amateur ones. Tiger sharks were the ones that kept killing all the American soldiers all in like uh, the Japanese islands. They're also in the Caribbean, if I believe so, if I remember correctly. What's the big... Oh, nurse sharks. Those are the biggest sharks, but they don't eat anything, right? Uh, they're not the biggest sharks. They're the most common sharks, but they're little bitches. Okay, so that's what I was thinking. No, of. no, N- nursery sharks are little bitches. Tiger sharks have stripes, and they, they will fuck your shit up. Well, unfortunately, we didn't solve this debate. I mean, it's pretty obvious that the Pacific won, but let us know what you think. I mean, if we're going to give um, like a Instagram or Reddit. participation trophy, yeah, Pacific won the participation trophy. But Nick, if they want to tell us if they like the Pacific more or the Atlantic more, where can they tell us? On Instagram and Reddit, like I just said, Mike? Yeah, I was too busy thinking about the grandness of the Atlantic Ocean. Really? It took you that long to think about that small ocean? But Nick, what book are you reading right now? I hope it's something about the water. Oh, it's not. It's a resource physiology of conifers, and unless you're really into forestry, you're not going to want to read it. What about you, Mike? Well, it's not water per se, but it is liquid flames. I'm still reading... Dante's Divine Comedy, which is a, it's a weird read, I'll be honest with you. Kind of translated, old language, talking about hell. It's a weird read. Don't know if I'm for it or against it yet as a good or bad book, but that's about it. With that being said, thank you all for listening. Thanks for listening to the Backyard Philosophy Podcast. We rarely finish a podcast without missing a point we wanted to bring up, so let us know what we forgot. 
And if you have a topic you want us to talk about, let us know at Backyard Philosophy on Instagram and Backyard Philosophy Podcast on Facebook.